Welcome to Barents and Bomb Podcast, episode 20, with your host, Corey and Diego Barentson. Hello, Diego. Hello, Diego. What's up? What's up? What do you mean, what's up? We're back, episode 20. Missed a full week. We missed. No, we are supposed to do it on Sunday. We're only three days late because we were on... Vacation. Beach trip. We were on our third annual neighbor beach trip to Port Aransas. Yeah. Sandcastle Drive. So, first of all, let's talk about how awesome that is that we get to be together with our neighbors who are our friends. In the same house at the same time with the same people, sharing food, jointly sharing per, parental responsibilities, making sure you kids are having fun, give you guys time to hang out, you see us hang out. That's a good thing. When I grew up, my mom did not vacation with neighbors. I don't actually know any neighbors that vacationed with neighbors. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, you do. Well, I know me. <laughs> I don't know anybody else who has, so it's very yes, you do. special. It's unique. Tim, Ryan. Yes, that's us. That's not us. I'm saying outside of our street and neighborhood. Oh. So tell me about it. You had a first this weekend. What did you do for the first time ever in your whole entire eight year old life? You were, come on. Eating cereal. Oh my God. (laughs) You think you ate cereal for the first time in your whole life? I mean, you were doing this. What did you do for the first time in your whole life? Let me help you out. It was a long weekend. Guess you partied too hard. Oh, why do you say of life? That means when I was all the way at the... Yeah, zero, when you were a baby, since you were zero years old. We started the beach trip at, like... I didn't even know that when I was zero years old. Oh, my gosh. You caught a fish. You caught a fish for the when first time. When I was time. zero years old? No, this weekend. What are you talking about? You're, you're, t- you're making it confusing at me. Okay, well, you, tell us about what it's like to catch a fish for the first time. Well, pretty... Amazing, cool, and really hard to get it out of the water. What did it feel like wiggling? It was just shaking around like, I don't know, really crazy, wild. (laughs) And we saw two dolphins. Two dolphins. Like 500 trillion turtles. 500 trillion turtles. It's, I mean, I say that because we saw a lot of turtles. Yeah, I think it was the same two turtles coming back again and again and again. But they're, the do- first dolphin, unless I feel it's the same one, but first dolphin was like right where we were fishing. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yep. And then, big deal, you on your own coordinated a little beach cleanup. With two friends? Yep. 
We cleaned up the beach. You went up there first thing in the morning. It was your idea. We got some bags, some gloves to pick up some trash. It was actually Declan's idea. Oh, it was Declan's idea? Yeah. Well, that's cool. So you guys did it together? You guys we helped each like other? We found like 13 straws, which means it could have killed 13 sea turtles' lives. What other kinds of trash did you find? Um, Like a lot of plastic, uh, spoons, glasses, an LOL watch, <laughs> <laughs> uh, tons of barnacles, a bunch of plastic, um, but yeah, I was, Port Arantis is, people are literally like crazy there, and I really mean like there's a lot of trash when I say that, like, if you don't know, if you haven't been to our house, it is when we're doing our podcast, you might not hear me, but you will tell them what I say. Okay. So, like, it's about, like, I mean, I'm guessing, like, 20 feet long. Ah, not that big. I'd say it's, like, maybe 12 feet long 12, by but maybe 10 anyways, feet. Anyways, there was trash, like, How as much? big as almost, like, we didn't clean up all of it. Oh, speaking of, like, that, or I'll say that after, but our whole downstairs living room, not living room, like the whole downstairs, mm-hmm. but not the garage or in the in rooms, but like the whole downstairs place, mm-hmm. it was like a lot of trash. But it's not because we didn't get tired, but anyways, after that, the day before that, or maybe it was two days before that, but before we did that, we saved a bunch of sea life. We found a crab. Oh, yeah, you found a blue crab? A blue crab that was stuck in the sand. It couldn't move. So a crab, a baby crab, um, tons of starfish that were on the land. and But, yeah, it was like a lot ton of trash less than like the big pacific trash thingy the great Um, pacific garbage patch i don't know how to say it but um it was smaller than that but it was like all along the shore but we didn't get to all of it well i think it's really cool you guys wanted to go clean up a little bit a lot of trash though yeah i I saw a lot of other people helping because i think they felt the same way and then by the third day a lot of it was gone because I saw a lot of people helping, yeah. which was good. It's good that people are helping. Port Arantis has a it's lot. It's bad of, that there was little trashes everywhere. I would say Port Arantis is, has like maybe I haven't been to other beaches, but Port Arantis has like a lot of trash. Thankfully, it didn't get in the ocean as long as it's on the sand, but still. Yeah, well, that's that's why I showed you those videos of the great ocean cleanup because it was a kid who was i think he was 17 18 he was walking on the beach he saw a bunch of trash and he decided i think i want to clean up all the trash in the ocean and that sounds pretty ludicrous for a kid to say like yeah right what are you gonna do you're gonna go clean up the trash good luck but no he did i think it's six or seven years ago he raised tens of millions of dollars, hundreds of engineers, 
crews, boats, designers, builders. They tested in little baby water tanks with little tiny, looks like toys, they're called models. Because they had an idea, I think this is how we're going to do it, but they had to practice with the little models over and over and over for years. Testing over, they had a giant room that would make little waves. It looked like a giant bathtub. And they would make waves and pretend that this little thing was the size of the real one. Then after they finally built it, they tested it. They had to take it out to the ocean, test it for months, see what it's doing. You saw the video, they were putting little floaters. They can pretend like, oh, let's see if the trash actually goes into it. Is it actually doing what it's supposed to do? And then they found out that the it looked like the letter U, but the ends broke off because the ocean was pulling so hard on the ends. They found out, oh no, those break off. Let's fix those. Now it's a, still gonna be a letter U, but they're gonna hang a net kind of in the middle of the letter U. And instead of putting the things on the ends, you're going to stick stick them out a little further, separate, still connected, but not side by side. And they're hoping that will, that will allow it to not break off the ends, catch the plastic in the very middle, and give that a shot. But they can't just say, oh, do it, get out there. That's a, you saw those humongous boats? They got to take two of those big boats, the giant floats, the giant net, and they're starting to learn how is the best way to pick up all the trash. And they're really doing it and they're gonna figure it out and it's gonna get cleaned up all because of one kid, kid who had kid. one idea, a teenager, that he had an idea that he stuck with it. One mission, I have to just go after this mission. If he said it and say, oh, that's very nice of you to clean up, that's a good thought. That's what everyone else on the planet said. But I mean, a lot of people have said that. I would say that. You would say that. A lot of people say it. This kid said, I'm going to do it for real. And that's awesome. One, like, so many people thought it, but only a few people actually go through and go after the thing that they think is worth pursuing. That's cool. You have awesome ideas. One of these, it's good to have ideas. Be creative. One of these ideas you're going to have, you'll have tons of ideas, but one of them is going to hook you, just like you hook that fish. And it's going to pull you towards whatever you want to do. But if you really, really care about it and you know it's going to help and you love it and you can't stop thinking about it, go for it. I can't stop thinking about a Lamborghini. You can't stop thinking about a Lamborghini. Guess what? You could be a Lamborghini race car driver, or a Lamborghini mechanic, or a Lamborghini builder. I don't want to do any of that. I want a Lamborghini. Yeah, what are you going to do with it? Drive. Drive where? To the grocery store? I'm School. going to make it Xbox remote controlled, and it's been done twice. You're going to buy it with no, the Xbox? No, an Xbox remote control. Okay. You can drive your car with a remote control. You want to drive you want to drive a real Lamborghini done, with the remote control. That's what you want to do. Yeah. So it sounds like you need to buy a Tesla and drive your car with your phone. No. Like 
with an Xbox remote control. An actual Xbox yes. controller. You can drive a Lamborghini. your own car. Whatever car you have. Yeah. You can make it remote controlled. I don't believe that. It has been done. Prove it. You're going to have to prove that to me. That sounds bananas. It has been done. You sure? By two people. Where did you see this? On YouTube. YouTube. By the way, is there anywhere else to see videos on Earth? Just YouTube? Google. Is there something else to look up stuff Google. besides Google? Uh, yeah. I heard there's another one called Duck, Duck, Go, Go or something like that. <laughs> it's for people that say, I'm never using Google, but I still need to look for stuff. I think it's called Duck, Duck, Go, Go. But, no, on YouTube it said someone has done it before. An Xbox controller. Yes. Driving their car. Yes. Their real car. Mm-hmm. All right. If you say so, you, I, I have to see it. And that's what you want to do? You want to buy a Lamborghini? It, and it does not take long. It takes like one to two hours, not long. One to two hours. Can it drive my car? Hmm? You think it can drive my car with the remote control? One to two hours. Mm-hmm. Not long. Hmm. It's very hard to believe. Are you sure? I will show you. I bet somebody was hiding in the car, pretending that you couldn't see him. There and was they a were, camera they in the Lamborghini that was showing. There is no one in the seat. Could have been a different Lamborghini. It was a blue RC Lamborghini. They're faking it. It's called editing. They're trying to trick your mind. They're not. They're trying to fool you. They're not. You fell for the trick. It is not a trick. You cannot believe everything you see on YouTube. It Most is not of it's fake. A trick. I'll see about that. If there was you make, no one in the car. How do you know that was the car? You don't know. They show a different picture. You're just thinking it's There's the same car. There's a camera. They were behind the car, and they, why would they put a camera in someone else's car? Who to would do that? To trick you, exactly, to trick you. But who would do that? Because they That's love tricking. That's basically stealing their car. Yeah, and tricking you. I will show you. You show me. I don't believe it. I think they're trying to fake you out. You can also edit without tricking, because you could, like, edit if you want to move it. But just quickly, then you could edit it so it's like, boop. Mm-hmm. But who would you. put a camera in someone else's car that's stealing? Who would do that? That's what I'm talking about. They're trying to trick you because they're like, oh, if we show a different car, make you think it's the same car, boom. I'm going to make this kid believe that you can drive Lamborghinis with Xbox controllers. And you fell for it. I did not fall for it. It's not a trick. All right. Well, you show me, and I could be I could be wrong. I could totally be wrong. Yeah, you can totally be wrong. I and could. I could be totally right. Possible. I'm telling you, it has been done. Mm-hmm. So, back to the thought. What was your one of your favorite parts about the trip? No. Eating? No. Eating a squirrel. Swimming? 
eating a scorpion. That's right, you did eat a scorpion. Me and my friend. How did it taste? Just like the lollipops, I didn't taste anything else different. You chewed on the scorpion? Yep. You did? Mm-hmm. My tummy. It's disgusting. I didn't die. Because its tail was cut off, so. You look okay. I'm looking in your eyes. Do you feel funny? No. Do you feel weird? No. Do you feel like you're growing a scorpion tail? No. Nope. Would you eat another scorpion? Yep. Only if it tastes like candy? Nope. Would you eat it next to your almonds? And some pistachios and some dried scorpions. Mm-hmm. Yum. Mm-hmm. So on to Aiden posted it on YouTube on his channel. If you are someone who watches YouTube, yeah. but tell me, I'm telling you right now, he did not edit it. Aiden believe so your friend believes it too? No. No, it's not because he didn't believe it, like he didn't edit it. He just automatically posted it. That's and it takes like 30 minutes to edit it. And he just posted it after. So if you want to see video, that video, me and my friend eating a scorpion, it's on Famer Gamer. It has 27 subscribers. 27. Because 20, I'm saying how many subscribers because there's tons of Famer Gamers. Okay. Wait, so, wait, wait, wait. Famer Gamers? What yeah. does that mean? It's a YouTube channel name. Oh, okay. So my friend... Go to YouTube if you have it and go to Famer Gamer. It'll say 27 subscribers. Click on him and then you'll find the video. It The title is Diego and Dylan eating a scorpion. And yeah, that's his video if you want to see it. Okay. Well, that's what you're here for. You got to teach me this new stuff in the world. That's where you help me. So that's his channel. I'll say it two more times. No, don't say it two more times. One more time. You already said it one time. Okay. Famer Gamer. Oh my god. Twenty seven subscribers. Don't do it. Oh my gosh. Don't fall for this ridiculousness. I was there when he posted it. I was there when he posted it. Okay. Book time. No! Yay! I'm Everybody gets to... You are going to stay right there. I'm out of here. So, last episode we mentioned the book... Mutant 5. Breakthrough. Four. No. I want to hear what you think about this. I have a couple notes. It's only a couple pages. Don't mute that thing. The book is Breakthrough by Charles Thomas Jr. And... I dog-eared several areas, <laughs> trying to think what has to do with this trip. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Yeah. You're trying to do what? Nothing. How? What are you think? What are you thinking right now in your brain? Going to the skate park and riding my bike. Going to the what? What is your bad What? Going to the skate park and riding my bike. Going to the skate park. Well, we can, but. You could also go swimming. Big choices. Big choices. This is summer 2019. You know, I can swim. I have the whole summer to swim. 
And the whole summer to go to the skate park. So. Do you want to not go swimming? Got to tell your buddy. I'm already going today. Let's see. Let's see. How many pages did you dog ear? Did I dog ear a lot? So I'll give you, I don't know, maybe 10. But I'll give you a choice. Chapter 8 is called Learn From Others. Chapter 12 is called What You Do and Where You Go is Greater Than What You Say and What You Show. Which one would you like to hear? The second. Second one? Yeah. All right. He starts each chapter with a little bitty quote. I know people feel weird about quotes. They're like, it's fine. I like them. I dig them. Here's the first quote for this chapter 12. Why don't you be you and I'll be me? I'll be you and you be me. By James Day. What I love about that is I didn't do that for a long time. It's a very short sentence. Why don't you be you and I'll be me? Why can't I be you and you be me? So what happens is when you don't know what you like, you don't know who you want to be, you don't know what you want to do, you cloak yourself in other people's identities, which means you just start copying people. What do they do? How do they dress? How do they talk? How do they act? And you're ignoring what you actually like. So... I did that several times in my life, and it's kind of like, it's not... Missing out your own life. Yeah, you're totally missing, exactly. You're missing your own life, because I never gave myself a second to just stop, stop, sit still for a minute, think about what you like. I like Lamborghinis. Exactly. What do you like to do? Ride a Lamborghini. What do you like to think about? Lamborghinis. What do you like to wear? Lamborghini. Lamborghini hoodies? Lamborghini. F1 t-shirts? I know. That's your style. That's you. you. Why don't you be you and I'll be me? And soon as I was me and I said, you know, actually this is what I like to do. This is how I like to be. And you really do it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know. I love that appreciation right there. It feels so good. (laughs) Because you don't have to guess how to pretend. You just be you. And it feels, it's so much easier. Much easier. All right, on to the chapter. Do not judge me by my words. Let my actions speak for me. Okay. I have lived by this mantra for more than a decade, and it has allowed me to engage. He lived more than a decade? And connect with people in value-added ways. Being an active participant in life has afforded me the opportunity to grow, learn, and strive to become. Doing has allowed me to develop as a person unapologetically, accept yeses when they come, Know that no means something else. And resist the temptation to continually battle myself in ways that are destructive. 
Simply being me and choosing not to follow perceived collective norms has protected me from the multitude of 21st century societal traps. Because I engage at whatever level I can engage, I do not have to pretend to be something that I am not. I do not have to blindly espouse practices that I read in a book or heard someone say without intellectual cogitation. I just learned a word. Cogitation. I do not have to keep up with the Joneses. I do not have to engage in activities, whether nefarious, illicit, or otherwise, (sighs) simply to garner media attention. You know I'm saying. That's not in the book. Back to the book. In today's society, many people want to be famous just for the sake of being famous. I'm talking about YouTubers, kid. What? Back to the book. I'm talking to you about YouTube. We're talking about YouTubers. Why? All these people you just named. I'm going to read that sentence again. In today's society, YouTuber society... Many people want to be famous just for the sake of being famous. They do not intend to offer sustainable value to the world, but desire the appearance of being important. The ap- not all I'm going to repeat that. Not all of them. Not all. Not all of them, but... I'll name one that doesn't want to be famous. They're designed... He just likes being a YouTuber. My friend. What friend? My friend Aiden. The YouTube channel. All right. That I was saying. He doesn't I'm, want to be famous. He just likes having a YouTube channel. And that's fine. And there's a, there's a lot of people that do fine also. But I'm saying the appeal of doing things sometimes is just like it says in the book. The desire, they desire the appearance of being important, not actually being important. Right? One day while listening to satellite radio, I heard a young man say, that he knew that if he shot himself in the face while recording it, he would likely go viral on the internet. Let me repeat that. This human said that if he knew he shot himself in the face while recording it, he would likely go viral, which would help his music sales. Wait, was his Nerf gun? This is, and it says right here, he responded that he witnessed someone being shot in the jaw before and that the person did not die, so he figured he would survive. This is uh, he also puts in the book hashtag the worst logic ever, which means the dumbest thing anyone ever said ever. Yeah. That's ridiculous, which means he's going far beyond because he can't think of anything to say that's important. He can't think of anything that's worth anyone, worth anything to anyone. He doesn't have anything important to say. He just wants attention. He just wants people to be like, look at me, look at me, subscribe. I'll shoot myself because he has nothing else to offer. He's a YouTuber. I don't know what he's... Why does he say subscribe? He's a big dummy. That's what he is. Why do you say subscribe then? I'm talking in your language so you understand what I'm saying. Because that's what people would do today. The point is... He didn't have any skills. He didn't have any knowledge. He didn't have anything good going on. So he hurt himself. He hurt himself just so people would look at him for a second. But guess what happens after you do that? You blew your face off. You feel good about it? Guess how long you're going to live. Let's say he lives to 80 years old with a blown off face. 
because he wanted one second for people to just be like, oh, look at that guy. Thank you. Diego palmed his hand over his face. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. So back to the book. What is going on in the world? Is talent no longer enough? Is intellectual acuity frowned upon? When did we devolve to such a level that an individual would inflict significant bodily harm on himself in order to get likes on Facebook, Instagram, or any other social media venue? Really? Men, regular cats, not elite athletes, are filming themselves doing basic workouts in the gym and posting them online to get attention and show that they are getting it in. Don't show me your five push-ups. Get well, out of here. You, if you want to work hold. out, work out. You don't have to post it on something. I mean, you could take a picture of yourself and send it to your friends, but like, just to get attention doing your workout, like. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna skip forward a little bit here. Actions speak louder. Dude, you gotta quit doing that. That is gonna make people fall asleep and crash if they're listening to this in your car. You're oh, and it's very rude. Very rude. Rude. What are you talking about? It's called natural. It's rude. People are gonna listen to you yawning. They're gonna be like, "Oh, just yawn at Corey too." I'm gonna yawn at this boring stuff. Skipping ahead. Next segment. Actions speak louder than words. Really? I thought words speak louder. The experiences that we gain from doing allow us to teach others. Where, oh, you dude, I'm gonna body slam you. Where we go allows us to capture experiences which we can use to teach others and to acquire different perspectives so that we can learn and grow on our individual journeys. There is an astronomical difference between saying that you're part of the struggle and actually getting involved. It is easy to sit behind a keyboard and offer opinions anonymously. It is not easy to engage in real-time discussion where another conscious human being debates the merit, logic, and premises of your propositions. Mm-hmm. Don't you try to mute that. It is easy to argue that incarcerated men and women are social pariahs and second-class citizens from the safety of our homes, but much more difficult to go into their world and ask questions that might alter our perspectives. When we... Okay, so here's the last part. When we are afforded an opportunity to be an active participant on the life journey, we should take advantage of that opportunity. When we have a chance to offer useful service to others through our actions, we should be filled with joy because we have the opportunity to do so. One of my college coaches used to say, if you can shoot, you can play anywhere in the country. Wait, what? He's talking about shooting basketball because Charles used to play basketball for Notre Dame. He talked all about that in the first book. I interpreted this as meaning... About Notre Dame, my mom went there for college. Your mom did go there for college. And she knows this guy who played basketball. If you can produce, you will always be able to offer value to others. He was right. Thanks, coach. If you can produce, you will always be able to offer value to others. So look at this. 
the first book, he talked all about how hard and the amount of work he put in practicing and practicing to be ready to play in every game. And he did not get to play in many games. But he practiced hard as possible all the time, focused his whole energy and life on his school and his athletics, even though he didn't get to play all the time. And now he's writing books and he's sharing knowledge and he's talking to people. He's a speaker. He helps a lot of people with focusing on what their perspectives are, helping them stay on a good path. He helped me. He's a very good speaker. We'll meet him sometime. You will meet him when we go to Washington, D.C. So are you falling asleep yet? You better wake up. So there's more in here. Can I read a little bit more? Or do you get it? Do you understand? Is that getting through your brain? I think so. Haircut. You did not you get a design on your haircut this no, time. You, don't see you just got a line, which looks pretty sweet. I don't see anything. Mm-hmm. So, anything else that's in your mind right now? Mm, I want a Lamborghini. Oh. Summertime is here, everybody. Summertime is here. Not for everyone. What? Not for everyone. Summertime is here for a whole bunch of people. So let's get this party started. Let's go have some snacks. Let's go swimming. Or skate park. I don't know. Bye. We'll do something. Have a great summertime. Have the great summertime. We'll see you in two weeks. Goodbye. Goodbye. And be healthy, y'all. Yep. Do what you know you're supposed to do. Take care of yourselves. Get some workouts in. And don't litter. Be healthy, y'all.